This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. We're going to be touching on the parasha together with some very, very interesting ideas of what we see from how the world has changed from Noah to Lech Lecha. Many things changed in the parasha of Noah in the world. The world is changed. It's not the same world anymore. And in Lech Lecha, as we're going to see now, and the message would be, the final message would be, that you can see that mankind could be a person a single person that decides he's doing something, l'shem shamayim, he could change the world, but we'll see to what extent it's unbelievable. A person that's doing an avera could change the world. What does it mean, change the world? Let's take the journey, we'll see. So we start off with Noah. Noah was at a time the people were sinning. And HaKadosh Baruch decided, if people are sinning to that extent, mabul, and the whole world will be destroyed. What was destroyed when the world had the mabul? So we are accustomed to understand that a Kadosh who destroyed the people and the animals, that's it. He selected to himself Noah and his children, his wife and children, and he selected a certain amount of animals that he could continue the world, but the entire world otherwise was completely destroyed and rebuilt after Noah. But that is false as we're going to see right now. Because there are a few things that were changed in the world that not only it's about people that are coming back as a new set of people, new set of uh, uh, animals, rather things have fundamentally have changed. The Pasuk says in Parashat Noach, Od kol the end of the Mabul HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that I'm creating something new, and that is called seasons. You're going to have four seasons, and they're not going to be changed. From now on, those seasons are going to be implied, and they're not going to be changed. What does it mean that seasons were applied over here? So this phono says the following. I'm making something unnatural after the Mabul. Before the Mabul, natural. After the Mabul, unnatural. What happened that was unnatural after the Mabul? Says the Sfono, the change that have happened over here is that the world now doesn't go and doesn't revolve on its axis the way it normally does. Rather, it's tilted. And here, I brought over here a globe. See that? You remember this one? This phone explains the following. Everybody knows what this is. This phone explains... That before the Mabul, the world was going straight like this. The equator was straight, shining towards the sun. The sun would be here, and the world would be straight, not tilted like today it is. After the Mabul, says this phono, something strange happened. 
HaKadosh Baruch tilted the world like this. And now, it's not anymore straight. Rather, it's tilted to 35 degrees. And this is how it's revolving. Very interesting. What if created when HaKadosh Baruch Hu did such a thing? Says this phono that benetiato now you have what is called seasons. Before the Mabul, the equator would be straight and it would go on its axis. Always throughout the year, it would be always spring. What happened right now, you have four seasons. How the seasons now came about. So you all know if the sun is here and the, the world is here, so the, if the shine is shining over here and it's revolving constantly on the same way, so it's going to be always around here spring. But what happens when it's tilted like this is that now you have sometimes here summer and sometimes here would be winter. Also, on the same idea with the south. The south also sometimes would have summer, sometimes would have winter. How does it work? You all know that the world revolves around its axis. How, how many times? Once a day, once every 24 hours. It makes that round, and the sun shines over here. When it shines here, it's day. On the other side, it's night. And when it turns around, the sun is now shining here. It's sun here, and on the other side would be night. But on the same time, the world is also turning around the sun, right? If the sun is here, it's going around the sun. How often does he make that circle around the sun? Once every 365 days, that's once a year. So what happened now, if it's tilted like this, and the sun is shining here, so this part over here is getting more sun. That is over here summer. Over here, it's further from the sun. Over here would be winter. But when it comes to the other season, the year have changed to the other, to the other season, right? Over here now, it's closer to the sun, right? It's holding like this. Over here, would be now closer to the sun. And over here, it's further than the sun, creating summer in this part of, this, of the world and winter on the other side of the world. And that is what has changed in the Mabul. He's not the only one saying it. You can see in the Malbim, he says the same words as we're going to see in a second. But what it says here is the following. What have actually happened when the season started? It says here in this phono that Bo tikun As long as it was constantly revolving around its axis on a straight position to the sun, people lived, and the animals lived a very, very long life. People have lived so long, as we're going to see, the Midrash Rabbah said, that people lived hundreds and thousands of years. Animals lived hundreds and thousands of years. Same thing with the tzmachim, with the thing growing, and same thing with things that are still, that would be on a much better aspect. So over here it says in this phone, Over here it 
עד אשר אתקן הקל יתברך את הקלקול שנעשה בה במבול. On the מבול, there was a קלקול, something was ruined, something was spoiled, something was changed for the negative, and it would stay like this until הקדוש ברוך הוא would fix it when משיח comes. כאומרו, הארץ החדשה אשר אני עושה, הקדוש ברוך הוא will create a new world when משיח comes. Up to then, that's what it is. כי אז ישוב מהלך השמש של קו משווה היום כמאז, ויהיה תיקון כללי ליסודות ומסמכים ובעלי חיים ולאורך ימיהם כמו שהיה קודם הבבול. כאומרו, he brings a פסוק, the sphono, it says it's a פסוק. אם ישעיה, כי הנער בן מאה שנה ימות, is it possible that a kid, a hundred years old, have just died? Which means like this, people, since they lived hundreds and thousands of years before the מבול, so it will be somebody that died at the age of a hundred, People would say, Nebuch, look at him, a hundred years old, all his life is ahead of him, so young, terrible. Such a disaster, such a tragedy. This is how this phone explained to us. And we'll see the words of the Malbim. The Malbim says, in the same pasuk, in eight barer lechokre ateva, שכדור הארץ שינה מקומו בזמן מן הזמנים. And we're going to explain that in a second what it means. המלבים explains and continues like this. בעירו חכמינו כי קודם המבול לא נטע שמש במעגלו השנתי, כ"ג מעלות מן המשווה לצפון ודרום כמו שהוא עטה. Before the מבול, the world as we explained was in a straight line with the sun on the equator. Now it changed to 23 and a half degrees. רק מסלול השנתי היה אז על קו משווה או סמוך לו. Back then, before the מבול, it was exactly on the equator. ועל כן חיו בני אדם חיים ארוכים. People lived for a very long life, as we explained. כי לא ידעו מנהיגי התקופות ושינויי העיתים שזה סיבה לשינוי האוויר ונהיגי בני אדם ומחלותם. The Midrash says that people would not get a headache. And when one of the המוראים got a headache, he got a stiff neck, he would say, you know what this happened? Because of the מבול. That's what it says in the Midrash. The Mabul caused me the headache, because if you live in a world that it's always spring, and the weather was perfect, it says in the Midrash, and the Malbim brings it over here, you would, rain would come down once every 40 years. It would be a rain, it would be like we saw the eclipse, everybody would come out, it would tell you already before you would get your special uh, clothing, come out, see the rain, it's unbelievable, once every 40 years you get all the kids. Another 40 years till you see it. Rain. Once every 40 years. People, because of that, live very long. You would not need to plant, says the Midrash. Only once every 40 years. You would plant, it would grow, you have enough for 40 years, that's it. You don't need every year to work. Once every 40 years you put it in and it lasts you. So it says here, על כן חיו בני אדם חיים ארוכים, כי לא ידעו מנהיגי התקופות ושינוי העתים שזה סיבה לשינוי האוויר ונהיגי בני אדם ומחלותם. העתק הזה שנעשה בכדור הארץ במצבו, when the world have changed, the, it's tilted, the way we explained, so everything have changed, פירות, the fruits, החליש תוקף האדמה, the earth became weak, ובכוחה, בהשקף על חיי אדם ובעלי חיים אשר עליה. כמו שכתוב במדרש שקודם המבול לא היה חולי בעולם, there would not be any sicknesses before the מבול. וסיפרו מגבורו בני אדם וכוחם. ושהגשם לא ירד רק אחד למם שנה, the rain would come down once every 40 years, היו זורים בעת ההיא והיה די למם שנה. כל זה נשתנה אחר המבול לרוע. Everything has changed for the negative, for the worse, after the מבול.
So that is one thing that the world has changed in the Mabul. What are we seeing over here? We're seeing over here that it's possible for a person to sin, for a community to sin, for people in the world to sin, and things change for the worse. But to what extent? To that extent that a Kadosh Buhu, it's not like a change within the community, people are becoming bad. To the extent that a Kadosh Buhu can tilt the world. That everything because of that change, the climate, the atmosphere, the weather, the life uh, uh, span of people, the lifespan of animals, the growth, the rain, everything have changed. The rain would come down, says the Malbim, before the Mabul, there would not be a Keshet, no rainbow. Over here, the rainbow was first time seen. Why? Because the rain would come out only once every 40 years. And in order to have a rainbow, you need to have rain. Rain shines on the rays of the sun, creates a rainbow. So, what happened over here? Why it didn't happen every, every 40 years? You should have a rainbow. Because it would come out very strong. It would feed the land for 40 years. So the rainbow would not be shining. You need to have the right amount of, of, uh, of moist in the air in order to have a rainbow. So that's what happened over here. This is the way the Malbim and the Sforno explained. This is the way the Chazal explained to us in the Midrash Rabbah. Secondly, you all know about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And if you'll ask a believing Jew, was that a dinosaur? Has v'shalom. Dinosaurs, that's for the kofrim, for the apikorsim, dinosaurs. And the reason that is the belief is because those that have the dinosaurs theory, they say that dinosaurs prove that the world is at least 250 million years. And we believe that the world is not that long. So therefore, that's a contradiction to the belief in the Torah. But you'll see some surprise over here. There are places in the Torah that indicates the idea of dinosaurs. And we start, first of all, from the very beginning, Parashat Bereshit. The Torah is talking to us about Hataninim Hagdolim. There were big crocodiles or snake, whatever it was, a reptile. Something huge. Gdolim. Huge. It would be so big that the Gemara in Baba Batra, in Dalet Amud Bet, says that when a Kadosh Buhu created that reptile, or the Leviathan, a well, however you want to learn that Gemara, it was a female well and a male well. He had to, they were so big, they were so huge, that a Kadosh Buhu had to get rid of them. Because he saw that if they're going to have offsprings, the world will be destroyed. That's how big those Wells or those reptiles, whatever they were, were at that time. This is the Gemara in Baba Batra, in Dalet Amutbet. The Zohar says the following. Zohar Chadash says, Rav Chia Rav Yuda, they were walking and they reached a mountain, very high mountain. On that mountain, they found a bone. And they found that bone, they said, that that was a bone from some reptiles from before the Mabul. The size of that bone was the size of 300 steps. Now you can imagine, a step is a ama. So you take a step. That bone was 300 steps. That's the size of this building. Huge. That's only one bone. One bone. So you can imagine the size of what it was before the mabul. 
That was destroyed at the Mabul. The Tiferet Israel, Rav Israel Lifshitz, on the Gemara, Tiferet Yisrael, on the Mishnayot, says that dinosaurs existed before the Mabul. And he proves that it could be that they existed even before that. Because the Midrash Rabbah says that a Kadosh Buhu used to create worlds and destroy them. Create worlds and destroy them. Again and again and again saying that he's going to create a better world until he reached something that he was satisfied with and that is our world. Now, I'm not going to the explanation what does it mean. Just the fact of the idea that he says that must be that those remnants of uh, those uh, fossils of the dinosaurs that we're seeing are maybe from the previous worlds that HaKadosh Baruch created, and they look to us, they appear to us that old, but could be that they are that old from the previous worlds. This is the theory of the Tiferet Israel. And he says, This that they found huge bones, huge fossils of some mammals that are so big, so giants. He says it's in Baltimore. Anybody that wants to see? Asher Orkai goes to the size. This is all from that theory. Now, the Malbim himself writes such an idea. In Perek Vav over here, he says that before the Mabul, there were dinosaurs. Clearly he says that. And what happened to them? The Malbim says that at the Mabul, a Kadosh who got rid of them. And they went so much underground because HaKadosh Baruch the Mabul changed the land. There are layers of land. How they know how old are those fossils because they see them on certain layers of land. So therefore, you can calculate and see, oh, this and that layer must be 250 million old. Comes the Mabim and says, that would be true if there wouldn't be Mabul. But the Mabul was such an event that HaKadosh Baruch opened the mouth of the land Adama opened it up and he turned everything, it switched it around. He took the bottom, put it on top, the top on the bottom. Now you're finding those fossils of those, uh, those mammals, the all from before the Mabul, says the Mabim openly, that nobody should have any kind of weakened emunah because of those dinosaurs, not at all. These are all based in places. In the Torah, Doshain, Chazal, and we can bring more examples, but I think that's enough for us for now just to understand that there was such a thing before the Mabul. Now, why we need to know this thing? Because there's a very interesting thing that happened at the Mabul. A very interesting thing. And that is the theory of the continental uh, drifts. And that means that there is a theory saying that the continents have been drifting one away from the other. At a certain time, all land was just one. And slowly, slowly, within time, it got further one from the other. Where this theory came about, there was a scientist named Alfred Wagner that lived he was born in 1880. He wrote his, uh, his work in 1915. And he said the following thing. He saw that when you take a look at the globe, something very interesting. When you take a look at how 
the South America is, and you take a look how Africa is, it fits like a puzzle one into the other. You can see that this part of the Africa shore on the west over here, and this part over here, all in the east of the South America, and also in the United States over here, fits exactly like a puzzle one into the other. And when he saw this, he said, is that a coincidence? Maybe. But it doesn't look like a coincidence. And when you take a look, other things fit like that as well. When you put everything and you compound them, you can see that that could fit into one land. See how it fits so nicely here? Just exactly like a puzzle. But everything else over here would come in also. You take a look here in Australia. It also comes in exactly over here. You take a look how it comes into India uh, Ocean over here. It fits exactly like a puzzle. So everything fits like a puzzle. Comes the scientist Wagner, and he says that could be that everything was one land. Now, the land takes about 29% of the whole world. The rest is water. But that theory he had to prove, and he went to prove that theory. How? He went and he saw something that comes out very interesting. He saw that there are fossils that should have been in tropical places. He saw them in cold places. Like, let's say, in the Antarctica, he found fossils of very huge reptiles that can't live in such a place. He found, for instance, as the Malbim will say, we'll see soon, that elephants and monkeys, which live in tropical places, in, in, in hot places, were found in cold atmosphere places. That is very strange. They found a huge reptile, bones, in one place, which is in South America, and another one in Africa. Those made a big change. And when he saw such a thing, he said, is it possible that those fossils were found in both places that are so far apart, it's impossible for them to travel from one place to another? Or could it be that the world's, those continents were close apart and all was one land? He found over here, as we explained, fossils of Mesosaurus. It's a certain huge reptile. And same thing he found over here. And he said it's impossible for them to swim or to fly. So how did they get from one place to another? It's only here and here. And the answer he came up with, that has to be that it was all in one place. Another thing that he found very interesting is that there were the same stones. He went to study stones. Same stones that are made the same way. They look the same way in both places. Both places around the globe, further apart, one from the other, Thousands of, uh, it's, it's, they were so far apart that, how, what's the match between them? That's a coincidence. He said that has to be that everything was one near the other. They found something else also. There's something called, it used to be, now you have much less of that, there used to be huge glaciers. And those are rivers of ice. Those Rivers of ice in the size of a city, could be the size of a city, would be also, beside being so big, would travel very, very slowly. But when they would travel, they would leave a mark 
on the ground, scratch the ground. Those glaciers that would scratch the ground, after many, many years, they melt. Today, you don't have them anymore. You have just very few in few places, but not in hot places. Where he went to travel and see where those glaciers were, and he found, interesting, that those lines, those scratches on the ground that they made, identical from one continent to another continent. Very interesting. Same thing. It's a continuing scratch. You put the lens together, and it continues the scratch. Very interesting. And so on and so forth. Many other things that he proved that the continents were all one big land. That idea we can see in the Malbim. The Malbim says in this pasuk that we read before, Od kol yemei ha'aretz, zera vekatsir vechule. Od kol yemei ha'aretz. Ine itbarer lechokre ha'teva shekadur ha'aretz shina mekomo bizman min hazamanim. The world, the continents have changed the place in the world. Ba'asher ha'chofrim be'emke ha'adama, those that search the grounds be'aretzot ha'karot, they went to cold countries, cold climate places. They found over there bones of animals that live only in hot atmosphere. Elephants, monkeys, and all, many different things. How did he get there? They don't live here. They can't survive in a cold atmosphere. How, this, how the, the, the bones are here? How the fossils are here? has to be come out to the conclusion that all of this was at one point together. Now, he says, this is a testimony which means like this. If you ask, Wagner, Alfred Wagner from Berlin, Germany. How did that happen that the continents went so far one from the other? Seven different continents. He didn't have a good theory. And therefore, they came out with an idea that it has to be a very, very slow process that takes 250 million years, and that's what happened. That's what happened. But if you're not going to buy such a, such, such a theory that he tra- travels, a continent could travel, comes the Malbim and tells you, you need to know, the world was at a certain time one big continent. And at the Mabul, HaKadosh Baruch separated them. That's what the Mabul affected. How, this is how the Mabul affected the world. And he's not the only one that's saying it. But if we take a look, I saw in the Sefer of Avarav Zamir Cohen, he brings interesting about this. He says that the Pasuk says, When Akadosh Buhu created the world, he created one continent. There will be one ocean and one continent. And the Zohar Chadash says, HaKadosh Baruch created one continent, one land. But later on, says the Zohar, it separated into seven. In Mishlei, Perek Aleph, he says, Chochmot 
בנתה ביתה. In wisdom, the house was built. חצבה עמודי השבעה. What does it mean, חצבה עמודי השבעה? There were seven עמודים. Seven beams. What does that mean? Says Rashi, חוכמות בנתה ביתה, בחוכמה בנה הקדוש ברוך הוא את העולם. הקדוש ברוך הוא created the world with wisdom. So we're talking about creation of the world, now we can understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created with that seven different continents afterward. As the Zohar says, they were split. And Yov says, HaMa'atik harim velo yadu, HaMargiz eres mimkoma. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes land. HaMa'atik, Ma'atik means you take from one place, you put it in another place. Ma'atik harim, you take mountains and you replace them in a new place. Velo yadu. HaMargiz eres mimkoma, you move land, one place from another. So we see this is supported by the Malbim, and we have a Zohar on that, and we have Psukim that support that. So that idea that a Kadosh Buhu changed the land, at the Mabul, he put different continents, that's what happened because of the sins of people that brought forth the Mabul. Next. So we see that there's continental drift. We see that there were huge dinosaurs before the Mabul. They were destroyed at the Mabul. We see that people lived a very, very long life before the Mabul. Very, very long life. Healthy life. Never getting sick. Not even a headache. That's what happened at the Mabul. We see that the rain didn't need to come down. Something else has changed. Says the Ramban in Parashat Bechukotai, in Parashat Noach, that after the Mabul, the animals became prey animals, which means before the Mabul, animals would eat grass. That's it. They would be happy. People would eat fruits, vegetables. They would be happy. You don't eat. You don't eat animals. You don't eat animals. We were not allowed to eat animals before the Mabul. After the Mabul, HaKadosh Baruch said, now you can eat. Now you're permitted to eat Animals. You're allowed to take animals, and that are yours to eat. That was permitted for Noach after the Mabul. With, together with that, says the Ramban, the animals became in nature prey animals. Now they got the nature to want to kill and to want to eat their other animals. That nature was not there beforehand. So we see another thing that was changed at the Mabul. If you were able to go right near a snake and nothing would happen, if you were able to go right near a lion and nothing would happen because the animals had come animals, like domestic animals, they're not doing anything. When did they get that nature? After the Mabul, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that you could have that nature and that's what happened at the Mabul. But I want to tell you something else that happened. And that is in the end of Parashat Noach, and we're going to go with that, Parashat Lech Lecha. In the end of Parashat Noach, we found that there was something called Dor HaPlaga. What's Dor HaPlaga? Dor HaPlaga means people started fighting against HaKadosh. Who is Rashi says on the Pasuk, Ve'ikol Aretz Afachat Udvarim Achadim? Rashi says, that they wanted to fight against Hashem. They're going to fight against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
says over here the Sfono and the Ibn Ezra, the reason for that, why did they want to fight against HaKadosh Buhu? Because people would had one language and one religion. That's it. It says in the Sfono, in Amechad, ki omnam abitul hamefer atzad goim moenim achshavot amim, mechloket akoreh b'nev. If you want to separate between people, the Sfono explains. The Ibn Ezra over here explains, you create different languages and different religions. Back then, everybody had one religion, one language. There was no fights between people. People could have fight now against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What did Hashem do? He created new languages for different sects of people. And He created with that also new religions. Now, says the Ibn Ezra, now says the Sforno, something new came to the world. Wars. Before then, there was no wars. Now, this is against that, and that is against this. You have different nations, different groups, fighting once against the other. Another thing that was changed. At the time, not of Devnambul, the time of Do Haplaga. We come in to Parashat Lech Lecha. Parashat Lech Lecha, there was also a change. But now the change is for the good. And that is something that we found in the Ramchal Derech Hashem. Says the Ramchal in Derech Hashem, that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Adam HaRishon, he was so elevated. Adam HaRishon, Kodem Cheto, Ya Bemetzav, Elyon, Meod, Mimashu, Adam Ata. He was so elevated. Madregat HaNoshiut, Lefi HaMetzav, Oeta, Madregat Nechbedet Meod, Ruya Lemaala Rama. When he sinned, Vine Becheto, Yarad Meod, He dropped all the way from his level. Yarad Meod, Madregato. Nichlal Mina Choshech, Achirut, Shiur Gadol. The whole humanity, boom, went down, dropped down. The level of humanity. Now, explains the Ramchal in Derech Hashem. Perek Revi, anybody that wants to see this? Perek Revi, Chelek Sheni. He says that HaKadosh Buchu left the world and wanted to see who's going to pick that that was dropped and elevated, and he will be the chosen person, and he's offsprings would be the chosen nations, and nobody came forth. Until Avraham Avinu. He explained that that he waited and waited until Avraham Avinu came. Until Avraham Avinu came. When Avraham Avinu came, explains the Ramchal, he saw that Avraham Avinu did things that nobody else was doing, and he gave him the merit, the schut, to be the chosen one, and for his children to be the chosen nation. And he said now that he chose him, nobody else has that opportunity anymore. You can't create a new religion anymore. Even if you want to do it identical to Judaism, believe in a Kadosh Buchu and do everything the same, you're not allowed. The Goy is not allowed to learn Torah, to keep Shabbat. You can create a new religion. It's a sur, the Rambam says. But, says the Ramchal, Kadosh Baruch Hu made chesed with them. They're allowed to attach themselves to Judaism. You're allowed to become a girl. But nothing else. What happened over here? What happened over here is Avraham Avinu got that merit, that got that schut, because he picked on the right thing. He went with it all the way. And this is what we're learning today. We're learning today as we started that sometimes people can do evil and change the world. 
but change the face of the world. You could do things that are disastrous when you sin. But on the same token, on the other side of the coin, you could do good and you can change the world for the good like Abraham Avinu did. He created a whole new religion. He got that zechut. And today we have that opportunity also. Not to start a new religion, but to start many good things. Many pick their own ways of how to start and do good for the world. We have over here Chazak. Chazak have been making a revolution. You have so many things like that. You have, for instance, Rabbi Badner that created Bonoilam, people that need that service. It's life-saving. You have others that picked on other things. You have Yeshivot movement that started with Rav Chaim Volozhener. He started the Yeshivot movement. Today, Yeshivot is part of our life. You have the Chafetz Chaim started what? The Lashon Ara, the Shmirat HaLashon. You can pick on things. So either you're such a person that, like an entrepreneur that could start something like that and make a revolution, or if you're not, you can always link yourself, attach yourself, and become part of such a thing. And this is the great thing that we're learning in Parashat Noach and Parashat Lech Lecha. Thank you very much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.